Welcome to Supply Chain Now, the voice of global supply chain. Supply Chain Now focuses on the best in the business for our worldwide audience, the people, the technologies, the best practices, and today's critical issues, the challenges and opportunities. Stay tuned to hear from those making global business happen right here on Supply Chain Now. Hey, hey, good afternoon, everybody. Scott Luton and Corinne Bursa right here with you on Supply Chain Now. Welcome to today's live stream. Corinne, how are we doing? We are doing great. Have you been outside today? It is gorgeous. I can, I, we haven't been outside today. It's been a long day. My kids have fed the birds. They've okay. let the dogs out. So those normal excuses of getting out there and drinking a little bit of coffee, I've not. So it's gorgeous here in the metro Atlanta area. Is that right? It is gorgeous. Yeah. We, I guess we've got a cool front coming through. So um, the highs will be maybe in the high 70s today. All You'll right. Love it. So that's your weather, folks. Next up on the half hour is local <laughs> business and news. Um, <laughs> Corinne, great to have you back. It's uh, awesome to have the leader of the movers and shakers of supply chain right here with us, Corinne Bursa. So on that note, Corinne, we're also going to be welcoming some other movers and shakers. I we're going to be talking, uh, continuing our supply chain leadership series kind of across Africa with our friends at SAPIX. We're getting an update on the event to attend in Africa, especially if you love supply chain, which is the SAPIX annual conference. So stay tuned for that. Corinne's going to be a great conversation on it. It really will be. I'm looking forward to hearing what Jenny and Tonya have to say and share about the event and the attendees and just, um, you know, what the focus is in that region, because I'm sure we can uh, we can get some new insights as well um, with so many upcoming events here in um, in North America. Undoubtedly, tons of uh, thought leadership and innovation and new ideas and new things that are just popping up across Africa have been for years. And it's always neat to kind of put our finger back on the pulse here with Jenny and our new friend, Tanya Lamb. So more on that in just a minute. But hey, Corinne, before we say hello to everybody, let's share a couple of program notes. Are you game? Sure, sure. All right. So before, well, before I share these events, you know, so Corinne, <laughs> Tech Talk, Digital yeah. Supply Chain Podcast, just blowing up here lately. What is, tell us about the latest episode. So the latest episode that just published on Tuesday was an interview with um, Ben Cubitt and Matt Harding, uh, two senior vice presidents from TransPlace. And Scott, this is one that, that you were involved in as well, but we took a look at the third quarter logistics and transportation market outlook. Lots of really good information that I know our audience will want to download that report, but listen in to the um, podcast as well, because we get to take a, a little trip behind the scenes and uh, and get some new insights from both Ben and Matt. Agreed. It was a, and it was a fun conversation. You're going to leave there not only hopefully with a couple of chuckles, but some new ways of looking at things, especially when it comes to, in particular, data in all things supply chain, but certainly transportation and freight. So excellent episode, Corinne. Yeah, yeah. So moving right along. So y'all check out Tech Talk wherever you get your uh, podcast from. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single thing. Let's talk about uh, the kind of hybrid events, hybrid events and virtual events. So, of course, the next one on our docket here at Supply Chain Now, we're serving as the virtual host of the Supply Chain Insights Global Summit, mm -hmm. at least the digital feed. And it is jam-packed of, of talk about movers and shakers, of course, hosted, emceed, the mayor of the event is Laura Cesare, the one and only. And Corinne, I know you're going to be spending some time with Greg and I at the event, along with Kevin L. Jackson and Kelly Barner. What are you most excited about? 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I I love this format. I like the fact that um, the supply chain now has been involved in putting really the virtual experience together. And um, I've got to tell you, I've been to the Supply Chain Insights a conference maybe eight out of eight times that it's been held, and you will learn something. You are guaranteed to pick up on some new trends, some new research, and get a little creative insight as well. Yeah, agreed. So check that out. That's going to be starting the day after Labor Day, September 7th, running through the 9th. There's still time to register supplychaininsightsglobalsummit.com. The link is also in the show notes. Y'all come on out. It's going to be a rock and roll time as per as, as how Lars Asseri has coined it. It has. It has. It, it should be interesting. Um, <laughs> yes, and she's she's uh, put a lot of thought into making it as interactive as possible for the folks that are in person, as well as those that are able to participate in the virtual format. That is right. Interactive is uh, uh, certainly going to be one of the the watchwords of the event, right? Just like our live streams. And as we see the comments pouring in, we look forward to chatting with each of y'all. Let's talk about uh, an event taking place on September 14th uh, with our friends at OpenText, their annual Connection Summit, Go Beyond Disruption, they say. It's produced by CEOs, sponsored by OpenText. And of course, we look forward to being involved in one of the sessions. And folks, it's free to attend. So y'all check it out. We got the link in the show notes. Corinne, that is priced ready to sell, right? That is priced ready to sell. No <laughs> excuses. Just uh, carve out some time. That's right. Also, October 5th, we've got a, a really neat webinar we're doing focused on the state of the supply chain and a lot of data uh, research that uh, our friends over at Verison have been doing here lately, pulling together the data, and then they're going to be reporting out some key aspects focused on priorities for building real resiliency, not the cliche stuff, but real resiliency in your supply uh, network. So Corinne, looking forward to that on the 5th. The link to join up is in the show notes. And then finally, folks, if this isn't on your calendar, mm -hmm. it's got to be yep. our 2021 Supply Chain and Procurement Awards. It's free to attend. There's a small short charge on for nominations, but all the nominations fees are going to a nonprofit called Hope for Justice, which is focused on eradicating global slavery. So check it out. Uh, and of course, sponsorship options are open, but check it out, supplychainprocurementawards.com. Corinne, there's always time, always time to celebrate good news, right? There's always time to celebrate good news. And and uh, I, I love um, how these awards have come together. I want to encourage everybody to register for it. But hey, look at nominating a supply chain that you admire in the marketplace um, or have learned in this past year to, to two years um, or somebody that you think just shows real leadership. There's lots of categories to, uh, to nominate some of the innovators, some of the movers and shakers. Excellent point. And, you know, we worked really hard to make it, to come up with some creative categories. So y'all check it out. We've already, nominations have already started to pour in and we've got one heck of an esteemed guest judge panel to rubber stamp and ensure we're choosing the best of the best. Not rubber stamp, not rubber stamp, <laughs> but to actually evaluate and select. Let me just yes. <laughs> a little edit like, there for you. <laughs> let me spit that out. You, I didn't say rubber stamped. Uh, there's going to be some hard, <laughs> hardcore scrutiny of all the nominations. So thank you, Corinne. Okay. Always, always an adventure. Let's say hello to a few folks before we bring on Jenny and Tanya for a great conversation here. David is back with us. He uh, right. lives up north of the border in Canada. When he's not off-roading, he's doing a lot of supply chain and procurement and manufacturing work. So, David, great to see you here. Obaro tuned in via LinkedIn from Ontario as well. 
So, Abaro, great to have you here. Talsif, tuned in from Bangladesh via LinkedIn. Looking forward to your takes on some of the things we're talking about here today. Corinne, Sushil is back with us via LinkedIn. Have you uh, have you ever chatted with Sushil? Yeah, I think I've had the opportunity on a couple of live streams where where he's joined in and, and contributed to uh, some of the conversation. All right. So, Sushil, you've set the standard. We're expecting a lot of uh, hot takes here today. Of course, we can't have a live stream these days without our dear friend Mohib in the air capital of the world, uh, Wichita. He says, uh, I'm bringing my party chips and dips. Corinne is here. How about that, Corinne? All right. I've been keeping up with you on uh, on LinkedIn lately. You have been a busy, busy, busy man. So um, congratulations on all your recent accomplishments. Very impressive. Absolutely. And, you know, we're going to be featuring some students from Wichita State University where uh, he's a professor at and doing some big things in the months ahead. So we'll have to recircle uh, back on that. Let's see. Hannah Tran is here with us via LinkedIn. Great to see you, Hannah. Uh, Cindy Lee from Johannesburg, maybe uh, nice. one of our newest friends. Man, I bet friends with Jenny and Tanya. So great to mm -hmm. see you, Cindy Lee. Okay. Uh, and welcome, everybody. I know we couldn't hit everybody, but welcome, welcome. Great to have you here today. So with no further ado, Corinne, are we ready? We're ready. Rest. We're ready. Let's bring them in. They've got a lot to share, I think. Let's do it. Jenny, we're going to be welcoming in our dear friends, Jenny Froome, COO at Sapix, and her colleague, Tanya Lamb, business development executive also with Sapix. Great to have our dear friends from Sapix with us. So, Jenny and Tanya, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Corinne, Jenny, and Tanya, we're going to get into the heavy hitting topics of the day up first. Ooh. Now, Everyone has listened to one of our shows know that we might like to eat just a little bit, right? So <laughs> <laughs> September is, believe it or not, National Chicken Month here in the States, at least. A little factoid, Georgia, I believe, is still the number one, the state of Georgia, the number one uh, poultry exporter in the U.S. We got chicken all over the place. And even when chicken goes high, prices because of the proximity can stay fairly stable here in Georgia. So with all that said, course, anytime we're talking chicken, Corinne, my mind goes to chicken wings, right? So I, I think it would, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but you know what? I don't want y'all to view chicken and poultry through my lens. I want to take those blinders off. I want to ask each of y'all, all three of you, your favorite chicken dish to start. And folks, if you're in the comments, we want to hear from you. Tell us about your favorite chicken dishes. So uh, Tanya, you're new to our family here, but now you're a dear uh, second cousin now. So you're in the family, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Tanya, what is your favorite chicken dish? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I thought I would offend her by not asking about lamb. Anyone? Anyone? No. <laughs> Listen, uh, <laughs> so I'm sure she's only heard that uh, comment only about a thousand times. <laughs> so Tanya, talking poultry, what's your favorite dish? So I am remembered for my um, chicken schnitzel and cheese sauce. Oh. One year at the Sapex annual conference at Sun City, we had finished up and I was tired of eating all the fancy meals and I was just eventually, please, can I just get a chicken schnitzel and cheese sauce, please? And Jenny will always remember me for that. So I love my chicken schnitzel and cheese sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You've already made us hungry. All right, so Jenny, I'm gonna come to you next. Your favorite chicken dish i'm gonna say thai green curry chicken Ooh, thank you that sounds good yeah, that does 
Wow. That sounds good. Tanya, I've never had a chicken schnitzel before, so I'll have to I'll have to test that out. But just about anything with cheese on it works Absolutely. for me. So, so I'm good. <laughs> yes, you definitely have us at cheese sauce for sure. <laughs> so, Corinne, uh, so we, we've got a couple dishes. Your favorite chicken dish? Well, you know, I, I have a long list of chicken dishes, but I'll tell you what I'm thinking about for this weekend because there's a little college football going to happen. <laughs> is there's going to be some chicken buffalo uh, dip to be used, you know, just to keep things moving along while we watch uh, UGA and Clemson That's take right. the field. Uh, I'm hoping that we might replicate this right here, but we'll see. We'll see. And, you know, buffalo chicken in any all, all forms is always delicious. I got to say, Hattie B's, if you hadn't had it, of course, it's one of the you – got, you got Prince's Hot Chicken, I think it's called, in Nashville, and you got Hattie B's. Hattie B's started to branch out. I got a gift card for my birthday, and that's going to have to be in our weekend. We'll see. It's hot, it's hot chicken, and it is scrumptious. Um, by the way, David says chicken breast stuffed with feta and sun-dried tomato Ooh. on the barbecue. Kind of on that the healthier side. Mohib, good evening, Jenny and Tanya, my new best friends from the supply chain-rich continent of South Africa. Love that. And Moises, uh, Moises from Angola is here as well. Welcome. Tuned in via LinkedIn. Great to see you. Okay, let's see here. So one more fun question before we get into some of the key takeaways from the, the home run um, event that was the SAPEX annual mm -hmm. conference. We had a blast. September is also Better Breakfast Month. Now, that is not one of my favorite celebrations as it looks to really push you towards healthy choices. We love our bacon, eggs, and grits around here, perhaps. But let's let's whether it's healthy or whether it's not so healthy, let's get your favorite thing to have for breakfast. And I'm going to keep the same order. Tanya, you go first. <laughs> it would have to be flapjacks with syrup and heaps and heaps of fresh cream. Absolute winner, without a doubt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tanya, man, you're fitting right in. Kindred spirits here. All right. Jenny, what you got? Eggs Benedict. Mm. I love that too. Lots of hot sauce. Are you a hot sauce person or hot sauce? <laughs> okay. Um, and then Corinne. So you had me at eggs, bacon, and grits, but I would probably add a little fresh fruit with that just to kind of balance it out. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good deal. All right. Let's see. Uh, Mohib going back to chicken, Thai green chicken Ooh. curry. He's got two thumbs up there. Uh, I love that. Um, Rhonda. Rhonda says, oh my gosh, all the food chit chat began again. <laughs> Uh, hey, Rhonda, it is uh, sometimes, some days, it feels better just to focus mm -hmm. on food, dogs, and maybe a few adult beverages, right? Taking a step step away from all, everything else going on. But hey, I appreciate y'all um, playing along with us here in the lightning round on today's live stream. So Corinne, I guess we got to put our adult britches on and move forward. What are we talking about next? Yeah, let's let's talk about the topic at hand here. And I am really interested to hear from Tanya and Jenny on the topic of the South African or the African-based SAPEX event that just happened, the annual event, um, would love to get your insights and understand just how it performed, what kind of insights you got from the event. So Jenny, let's start with you. Give us an overview of what took place. Yeah, thank you. And thanks very much for this opportunity. You know, we, we Tonya and I love to talk. We love to talk supply chain. We love to talk SAPEX. And so this is ticking all our boxes. And to be able to do it together is also really cool. This is actually very scarily the 25th anniversary event for me. 
So and for, wow. and for Tonya actually, because we both started working on the Sapix conference at the same time many years ago. We are both actually only twenty one, so we started doing it when we were when we were very young. Um, and so twenty five years of 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 doing this event, and to end up with it for the second year virtually. Nobody in in my wildest dreams could ever have told me that that was going to happen. Mm. It was the forty third year that the conference has has taken place, mm. and again, you know, we've been all over South Africa with it. But to be virtual, there are pros and there are cons, and the pros are that people like Ahe Mohib from Wichita can actually join us, and yeah. that Scott and Greg could join us, and not have to fly for hundreds and thousands of miles and hours and dollars and all the rest of it. So that's a, that was a big, a big advantage to, to the day, to the event, which is three days, which was, which was stupid <laughs> in retrospect. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> three, three, days real. Stupid. three days was too much, is that, is yeah. that what we're saying? <laughs> but, or the work to accomplish three days was just too much. When you spend three days looking at yourself, <laughs> It's, really, it's, it's not good. Well, hey, before Tanya weighs in, let, let me just say, as you know, we're all content creators here, and, and I was able to catch a lot of the conference and, you know, the sense of community and the sense of relationships, mm -hmm. even though it was on the digital side because of, you know, the, the constraints we have, the content, um, the, uh, the production itself. I mean, Jenny, you, you and Tanya and the rest of the team should put on a clinic of how to do that, especially you know, given just everything it took to pull it off. Very well done. And we mean it. We, we are really pleased to, to play a small role in it. Um, just, I love to see Mohib's enthusiasm after each day. He shared his key takeaways. When, when folks are doing stuff like that, that means you, you've hit a note. Mm -hmm. So excellent job. And, and uh, we're big, genuine fans. All right. So Corinne, I didn't mean to hijack and interject too much. We're still talking key takeaways, right? Yeah, well, we're just actually getting the overview. So um, aside from having to stare at yourself for three days, <laughs> Tanya, what, um, what, what was a home run for you for the event? I think when the three days were over, that was definitely a home run for me. I think we, we sat at the end of each day going, oh, no, we've got another two days. Oh, we've got another day. Um, and, and I have to tell you that it's far more tiring than, than a physical event. In fact, I was actually sitting here thinking, I wish my feet hurt because, you know, this virtual world is, you, you're right, you're sitting there staring at yourself on a screen, toilet breaks are few and far between. And if you want a coffee, if you've got someone that can bring it for you, you're in luck because otherwise you're not getting it frequently. So, so it is hard work. It's really, really hard work. And I think because it's virtual, um, there's no, you can't really cover up when a blips happens. When it happens, it pops up on the screen. Gotcha. Um, whereas when you're in, you know, when you're in the physical environment, you could kind of cover it up a little bit better. But I'm not blowing our own horn here, but because we're so good at this, <laughs> we managed to do it so well. So um, it was great. Um, we've had really good feedback, and I think, you know, despite the fact that it's online, there was some really good networking, connecting that was going on amongst people. You know, even in that, even in that platform. So we had some fun things as well, like a cartoon artist. So people could have a lovely picture of themselves, have a few wrinkles taken out, and they look fabulous. So, you know, there were some some really good upsides to it as well. Love it. I, I, we've got a, a really quick. So 
old Peter Bollet all night and all day has arrived. Uh, so let's just acknowledge him. He sent us a picture. He played some golf the other day, and they all wore the brightest Easter colors. It looked like they were they were four <laughs> Easter eggs uh, out there, but they were playing really well. And and Peter, look forward to your your perspective here today. Okay. Corinne, I'm full of interjections there. I'm, I'm sorry. It's been one of those weeks, but uh, where are we moving, moving to next? Yeah, well, I would, I'd love to know, Jenny, some of the topics that were just hot topics, where people were gathering to see those presentations or engage in those conversations. Give us a sense of what, what some of those um, hot topics were that were, were covered at the SAPIX event. Immediately, the, the first one that, that comes to mind is sustainability and combined with the, the whole circular economy. Yeah. Um, the, those mm -hmm. were very well attended event, um, sessions and quite very varied as well. You know, the same topic, but approaching things ever so slightly differently, different people with different opinions. We had international people talking about it. We had South Africans talking about it, consultants and practitioners. So um, a, a lot, a lot to take away on that topic. And it just shows how important and front of mind it is to so many people. And there's, there's somebody who keeps saying on social media, I can't remember who it is, but keeps saying about how if supply chain practitioners don't start taking sustainability seriously, then we're doomed because everything revolves around the supply chain. Yeah, well said. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much that happens from a sustainability perspective that gets designed into a product. So it's not just about the production of it and the movement and storage and then, you know, recycling it, but mm -hmm. to actually design with that in mind, I think there's just a lot of opportunity for us on a global basis to, to drive overall sustainability from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. yep, great point. And the, the, the other thing would be transparency in the supply chain. So, and the use of blockchain to be able to enable that both in, in, in manufacturing, but also in agriculture. Um, there were a couple of really great presentations focusing on the use of technology in agriculture, um, which, which is, I think, an area that doesn't get enough attention, and yet we all need farmers and agriculture. So it's something that I think is my new hot favorite topic. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and obviously, Jenny, food is something that we all identify with here on Supply Chain Now. So, um, so right. you're just bringing it home for us. And needing to know what's, what's in our food, you know, yes. where does our food come yes. from? Absolutely. Tanya, when, when, um, when you think about the conference, right, what was going on for the three days, um, what are a couple of highlights for you? So one of the things that that... I really enjoyed was um, the SMME panel discussion, which I was fortunate to be part of. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that SAPEX have identified as an area that we really need to, to provide support because at the end of the day, the SMMEs have the opportunity to create jobs and contributions to the GDP. So mm -hmm. what do we need to do to help them and to grow them and to keep them sustainable? Um, so it was a really good discussion um, with the panel and some ideas and thoughts about how we can add value, what changes we can make, what do we need to do differently to help them. So I think that was an important discussion because we really need to be pushing more localization and, and onshoring. Um, and on the back of that, I just read today, one of our panelists, can I say the name of the company? Was it? <laughs> sure. Um, sure. The, the Fashini Group here um, in South Africa are the biggest um, 
retailers that are producing all their, their yeah. own apparel. So yeah. that's hugely exciting in terms of, of South Africa and where we're going and creating jobs as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar with the Freshini Group and, and um, their various brands, right, that, uh, that they mm. run and manufacture and do design on. So that's exciting. It is. But, but, and that's just uh, scratching the tip of the, mm. the proverbial iceberg of all the exciting and, and, and truly innovative things and, and thought leadership and leaders, uh, whether it's South Africa or certainly across the, the African continent. And, and I love how, Jenny, you know, just about every month uh, you bring uh, some new ideas and, and conversations to that end. Let's, uh, let's, let's pause for a second. Here, there's uh, folks are still talking food. I'll tell you, we bring it up once. Um, Azalea says, and great to have you here, Azalea, a new resident of Nashville, I should add. Coffee breakfast is great. I'll take a yogurt or toast with mine. Uh, great point there. We can all probably all relate. Gregory's with us via LinkedIn uh, from the Caribbean. Oh. Gregory, we call him the, the Shakespeare of supply chain. He very well spoken, uh, almost melodical in terms of how he talks about supply chain. Precious is tuned in again. And Precious, I know you've shared, you've joined us before. Remind us where you're from. And she's tuned in via LinkedIn. And, and David's giving a shout. I guess he's having to start eating a little bit more healthy. So he's using these fruit bars called That's It. And that just sounds, that does not sound very appealing, but I bet it's healthy, David. So thanks for sharing. Okay. So, so I know that we can't we can't do it justice. When, you know, even if we talk for an hour about all the key takeaways from the conference, but before we you know kind of talk about what else is going on across uh, the business landscape, Jenny, anything else you want to add from uh, key learnings? And, and by the way, we appreciate you keeping it real. You know, just like there's there's hardworking folks keeping sup supply chains running. You know what you are sharing about you know big virtual events, multi-day events. That is a ton of work, and and I think we got to recognize all those folks that are behind the scenes that help make it happen. Mm -hmm. But anyway, topically, topically though, anything else you want to add about uh, the conversations, the presentations, the, the community, you name it, from the event? There was a great presentation with these two guys from America um, that was on amplifying the voice of the oh. supply chain, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. You're doing. A, well, we we. <laughs> We enjoyed Did that too. And Corinne. To Did he pay you to say that? <laughs> Corinne, I was almost able to talk two minutes out of the 60 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking on you, Greg, if you're, you're tuned in. No, I think, so Greg I, ma is I, think I manage Greg quite well there. Yes, yes. I, I'm just messing. We love Greg White around here. He is on assignment doing some hardworking research on the coast. We'll see if we can't get a, um, a local update soon. Continuing that local news theme here, Corinne, after you covered the weather on the top of the hour. Um, okay, so let's move right along. I'm going to ask all three. Stop before we go there. So Please. Jenny and Antonia, how many different sessions were there? I know you had hundreds and hundreds of participants. How many presentation sessions made up the conference over this three-day period of time? That's a really good question. I'll come back to you on that one. No, it was about, I'd yeah. say it was about three times eight, 24. So 24 times, I don't know, three. It was a lot. Wow. It was a lot. That's a lot of content. Yeah. 
absolutely it was crazy much but it was it was good because we we do it in a way we have you know the traditional call for call for speakers Mm -hmm. but then we've also invited people and I think that people went a little bit crazy inviting people and forgot about the people who had submitted for the call for speakers so we ended up trying to include as many as we could because there was just so much good stuff and that the, the mm. diversity of the topics mm. was such that there's, you know, you know what it's like. Supply chain management is an enormous mm. subject, and to condense it down even in three days is very hard to do. Well, I have a new appreciation. More than seventy sessions over three days is a lot of preparation, and now I understand why Tonya, you were really happy when it was over. <laughs> Um, because you probably are holding your breath the whole time just to make sure every one of those virtual sessions, you know, kicks off as planned. Something like that, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I saw a meme the other day kind of belaboring the point here a bit. I couldn't grab it, but it said, all I want to do is drink wine and pet my dog. And I bet y'all felt a lot of that after the end of the, those three days. So, all right. So I'm going to share a couple of comments and then we're going to keep driving because I want to pulse really all three of y'all on some of the other things going on across industry right now. Azalea, thank you for this comment, but I'll tell you, a little, share a little secret. We, we get dry cleaning. We, we, we have a service that picks it up and then they, they bring it back two days later. Well, unfortunately, the truck broke down and we're about two weeks behind. So I have very limited selection. So this, this may... <laughs> I appreciate your comments. It, I'm surprised no one else gave me a ugly shirt award just yet, but you got to keep it real around here. I got to follow Jenny and Tanya's and Corinne's uh, approach. Peter says, Hey, that's why I'm a big fan of pizza. All the food groups in one meal. We make our own at home using non bread. I like that as the base and, and the best easy way to make them. Speaking of non bread, there was a, there was a business that opened up here in Atlanta called the non stop cafe cuisine yeah i thought that was kind of creative but peter i'm with you pizza is pizza always rules here mohib says i got to meet another supply chain guru uh, the likes of ken titmus at uh, sapix deep 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 my social capital account has been heavily (laughs) debited how about that so Jenny, you're shaking your head. Tell us about Ken real quick. No, well, he's our wizard. So having copied your idea of the quiz, we ended the conference with a quiz. We've now done it about five or six times, I think, and Ken has become the wizard of the quiz Ooh. master. Um, and he's also, he's incredible. He's one of those people who is of a certain age, uh, um, but he never stops learning. He says, you know, he's been to 33 of the SAPEX conferences. This was his 33rd conference. He's a guy who always sits at the front. Uh, He's the guy who always contributes. He's just an amazing, amazing man and a fantastic supply chain educator um, and really just continually keeping everybody on their toes. So I'm glad you met him. Oh, he's great. He is great. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Peter kind of talks about the paraphrasing this, you know, he's, he's bigger on discussions and presentations and there was a lot of healthy discussions as part of the Apex event. Peter also says Scott's going deep into the closet. That's right. <laughs> out of necessity. That's how it goes. Okay. So let's get, let's, we've got to put these adult britches back on uh, the prettier ones, perhaps. Um, I want to pulse each of three of y'all around other, you know, what are y'all tracking right now? There's so, to Jenny's point, there's so much going on across not just supply chain, but global business. 
What's one thing, and Tanya, I'm going to start with you, that's okay. What's one thing that, it, whether it's a news story or it's a development or just a topic or innovation in general, what's one thing you're tracking more than others right now? So one of the things that we've we've had challenges with in, in South Africa is a um, we had a, a cyber attack on the transnet, which look after the rail and the ports and things like that. So it's been a big focus on creating more of a dashboard approach to managing what's coming in and out of the ports, on the roads, hotspots and things like that, which has been very, very interesting because it's it's surprising how not disorganized, but how little visibility there is across those type of supply chains. If you're looking at the ports coming in, the rail, the road, you know, it's very disjointed. So by creating the dashboard, um, you're able to have visibility of what's stuck where, how many containers need to be bought in. And I mean, with all the riots and looting, they had to find warehouses to store goods because they've been burnt down. So it was a really, really um, interesting look and on, on that side of the supply chain, especially for us. So for me, that was a bit of an eye opener and there's much work that needs to be done in that sector, specifically in South Africa. Lots of work that needs to be done to, you know, create more efficiencies. Mm, well said there. Uh, and of course, we're all, uh, visibility is all the rage uh, for, for many of the right reasons. Uh, Jenny spoke to the transparency and it's not always the same thing, you know, visibility for, for better decision-making and transparency, uh, to put it simply for consumers and trust and, and that kind of stuff. But Jenny, what else, uh, what else are you tracking right now when you go broader? Yeah. So, so from my personal, what I'm tracking is the viability of face-to-face -face conferences. That's mm. a really, really, really big discussion because, you know, we do a lot of events, not just in South Africa, but on the rest of the continent, are they viable? Should we be doing them? Is it the responsible thing to do? And watching in the States, some events that are going back to back to online, having been promoted as being face-to-face, mm -hmm. -face, it's, um, it's a challenge. It's a very big challenge. And somebody in a meeting today said, oh, they'll have to go ahead because the hospitality industry is on its knees. Now, you know, we all, we all know that the, the hospitality industry is one of the biggest users of, of supply chain management. But it, the hospitality industry is on its knees. But what can we do? You know, this is this is the big dichotomy that we're we're faced with. So that's my personal on my radar. What I'm reading about everywhere I go, and it's you know not really supply chain related, but it links into everything that we do. Uh, agreed, agreed. Really quick before I come to you, Corinne, I want to say hello to Deep T, who's tuned in via LinkedIn. Deep T, we'd love to know uh, where you're tuned in from, and thanks for joining us. All right, so Corinne, a lot of good stuff already, thought-provoking topics that we're tracking from Tanya and Jenny. What, what, what's one of the things you're tracking? Yeah, certainly Tanya and Jenny are, are representing things that are top of mind here in the U.S. as well. Um, I think, you know, Scott, just continued disruption. So uh, this week we um, had a hurricane that came on shore through Louisiana up the Gulf, and several plants were shut down in preparation for that. And then again, it takes a number of days to bring them back online once power is restored. Um, and it just so happens that a lot of those chemicals and petroleum products that are produced in the region go into things like PET for plastic bottles, et cetera. So where we have been operating on a global basis with a shortage of plastic, Scott, I'm sorry to say, a shortage of chickens as well. <laughs> Um, but also, you know, chips and, and a variety of other things. Um, this is just, you know, another disruption that needs to be planned around or 
will cause um, our supply chain professionals to replan um, their businesses, whether it's from the port closures or the port um, congestions that Tony mentioned, or changing venues like Jenny um, mentioned, right? If I go virtual, mm -hmm. I don't need as much food at that hotel. Mm -hmm. And it's a different set of demand that is, um, is going to be represented in a region. Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of the things you kind of alluded to there was also something that came up on an earlier conversation I had this morning about better inventory positioning, right? As we mm -hmm. get more and more closer to anticipatory, right? Manage, uh, inventory management and kind of uh, closer and closer to predicting where where the, the pockets of the man would be. Instantly, what came to my mind, and this group of people just stared at me. Maybe they, they didn't play board games as a kid, but risk, mm -hmm. you know, the board game, right? Oh, yeah. World con world domination, right? And a big part of that game is positioning your military units. Well, instantly I went to using risk, but instead of military units, it's placing inventory yeah. globally because mm -hmm. we're, you know, these global providers are going to have to get better at that and, and many other things to, to tackle all the, the nonstop, no pun yeah. intended disruption that continues to foment and, and, um, you know, make us all wear deep in the rotation uh, uh, garments. No, one other thing I want to mention. Sorry, well, I'm good at beating a dead horse. One other thing I want to mention is uh, he'll be on chickens next. Yeah, I'm never back right. to chickens. <laughs> so, but uh, kidding aside, Hurricane Ida. Yeah. You know, to your point, Corinne, I think just like consumers are learning so much more about how yeah. supply chains work and and mm -hmm. a lot of the things kind of below surface level. Just to you know, you know, kind of depending on what hits the news cycle, there's so much hurt that continues to go on uh, for folks both that were, um, you know, on the coast of where the storm initially came in, and of course winds and all that terrible destruction. But I'm looking over to my right here, looking at uh, a real snapshot of New York City's subways. Just it had to be from the last hour or so, and the record rain that, that storm. Oh, the flooding! Just, oh, yeah, yeah. Up in New York City, you know, yeah. three or four thousand miles away, and 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 lives lost. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as we're still trying to get tackle so much of the supply chain challenges and then, you know, big, important topics like Afghanistan and, and on top of it, hurricanes. And by the way, we're still trying to get through a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, we are really, you know, supply chain leaders just uh, they've got full plates wherever they turn. So, you know, no rest for the weary. So anyway, all of the folks that are dealing with the storms and dealing with all of the things we mentioned, certainly the Afghanistan evacuation, the Afghan allies that are still there trying to get out, you know, meaningful thoughts and prayers are with mm -hmm. them all. Okay. Let's talk about on a much lighter note, unless any, anything else before I ask about say pics and tech talk, any other comments on, you know, kind of what, what we're going. I through? just want to say that Tanya. if Chuck Norris was a little bit tougher, he could be a supply chain professional. You know, to be in it in this game now, you know, you you can't you, you. I mean, if you if you just talked about these disruptions, it's just it's almost like one wave after the other after the other. You just can't even catch your breath. I mean, if I look at our situation in South Africa, it's just it's the it's the COVID. It was the rioting, then it was the cyber attack, um, and just as soon as you start to get some sort of stability, if you can call it that, then the next one hits. So. You know, hats off to supply chain professionals. They're doing an incredible job to, you know, keep food on the shelves, the toilet rolls on the shelves, most importantly. Tanya, man, I, I wish I could give you a hug. I love that perspective. And even more importantly, 
I love how we've got to, it's, we call it out all the time. We've got to maintain a healthy sense of humor because, you know, Laughing is mm. medicine in and of itself, and I love, I'm a I'm a blatantly still that Chuck Norris uh, one liner <laughs> you just shared, Tanya. So I'm just gonna let you know. I'm blatantly still. Um, I'm also gonna share this here, um, Peter. Great point. Going back to Hurricane mm. New York City's below sea level, mm. so it doesn't take much for it to get swamped out. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, on a on a lighter note, Mohib says, mm -hmm. "Well, I've been immunized towards VUCA volatility." uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity source. PTAC, which is one of the speakers at SAPIX, I believe. I cannot remember her first Carol. name right this second. Carol Patak, yeah. Yes, Carol yeah. Patak, that is She's right. She's known the worldwide, yeah. And she is, yeah. She's a Hall of Famer, mm -hmm. isn't she? Okay, so. I was Jenny. just going to say one thing about that because it just reminded me, and 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 this is something that, that blew me away at the conference, was that Carol did a, a joint presentation with Dick Ling, who... Those of you who don't know him, he's considered to be the, the father of SNOP. And he's older than us. But there he was on his own doing a PowerPoint presentation in a virtual conference over the internet. And, you know, the internet wouldn't even have been in everyday life when he was working. And I just found that I had a real, a real moment of it's just incredible how we evolve, you know, and how quickly we yep. evolve and how needs must, you know? So that was, that was one of my moments. Hey, I love that Eureka moment. Yep. That's a powerful Eureka moment. And on that note, I'm going to put Corinne and Tanya on the spot, um, whether it's related to the SAPIX conference or this week, or any of these things we're talking about big picture or more regionalized uh, challenges, any Eureka moments that y'all can share uh, here recently, Tanya. And feel free to insert any Chuck Norris <laughs> jokes here. No, I don't have another one of those. I, I, I think I think and this is and this has been going for a while now. I think that with all the all the instances of disruption that we're seeing, you know, consumers and the general man on the street are starting to appreciate what a supply chain is. You know, if you'd ask people and I remember mm. reading a comment on one of the social media threads about, I mean, this toilet roll story. And someone, some woman put there, we'll just get some from the warehouse. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, so this warehouse just pops up full of toilet paper. So there's suddenly this appreciation for what goes into getting the products um, and services to where you need it to be. I mean, people would never imagine that cash, there's a cash supply chain. So for me, that's great. Mm -hmm. And it elevates a profession and it, and it gives the supply chain professional some acknowledgement for what it is that they do every day, for the hard slog that they do. So for me, that that is a big aha moment and it's continuing to go on. Yeah. just We'll just go get it, you know, pick our money off the trees, the money trees in the backyard, right? Corinne, <laughs> your, your uh, Eureka moment. Well, I, I think that's a really great perspective. But I, I also think that this, you know, even recent... Uh, weeks has, is just a reinforcement of how connected we all are on a global basis. Um, and the supply chain is a great proxy for that. When we look at the suppliers, the customers, the production, the distribution I and mean, shipping that has to happen, it, it has just really elevated that these aren't just customers and suppliers, these are trading partners, right? These are partners that are, should be working together mm -hmm. to bring goods to the marketplace. And, uh, and that's a lot of work. It's important work. And there's a lot of value and opportunity and back to your point, risk 
at different intervals as well. So I would just counter that risk with looking at some of the rewards as well. Well said. Well said. Okay. So who's with me? we got to create a risk supply chain board game. Maybe we get uh, the Parker Brothers. I think that's the big <laughs> Does, uh, does the winner outfit. get a shirt like yours? Is that yeah. what we Hey, if that's, if that's in demand, we'll make that happen. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Uh, and Rhonda points out, so Rhonda, if y'all if, if y'all may be may or may not be new to Rhonda, Rhonda does great work, uh, especially on uh, mental health mm -hmm. and yep. uh, staying fit and that kind of stuff um, on social. Rhonda, Dr. Rhonda Bumpenza Zimmerman. Yes, Scott, important to keep our sense of humor during life's challenges in the supply chain space. Helps us keep an open perspective for seeing new opportunities during the challenges. Gregory says, think Clint Eastwood would be the one Chuck Norris goes to for advice. How about that? Make my um, day. Yes. I just watched uh, Space Cowboys, that movie uh, from the late 90s with Clint Eastwood and a few other uh, tough guys. Uh, really neat. And I would agree with you, Gregory. Um, Clint Eastwood can scare you. Tough dude. All right. So let's do this. Um, as we start to move kind of into, into concluding our live stream here today, I want to ask each of y'all kind of what's next. Uh, Jenny and Tanya, what's next with SayPix? Mm -hmm. uh, Corinne, what's next with Tech Talk Digital Supply Chain Podcast? But let's make it a combo question. Not only what's next, but how folks can connect with you and, and what you're doing. So, uh, Jenny, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to put you on the spot first. Let's, let's go around. Okay. So our next big project is our student and young professional conference, which is happening at the beginning of October. Um, and it's something that we love, 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 love doing. And we get fantastic people wanting to speak at it. And uh, we get students from all over the country just coming and learning and learning about stuff like CV writing as well as what you can do with your supply chain skills, you know, where you can take them and what industries you can work in that maybe they haven't thought about. So that's our big one. And you can get in touch with me anytime on LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm very um, active on both. Wonderful. And, you know, speaking of that, uh, I caught Sneha's, mm -hmm. and I can't remember the gentleman that co-presented with mm -hmm. her. Eddie, man, the future yeah. is extremely bright, even brighter as we move into you know these next, as we pass the baton of leadership to these incredibly uh, bright people. So that's exciting. And I appreciate groups that invest in that and invest in that awareness, invest in that, you know, building the networks, which mm -hmm. is important. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to chat after today's show uh, about how we might could help support it. Thank you. Uh, Tanya, coming to you next. Uh, what's next for you? What or how would you like to build a complimentary message on what Jenny shared as it relates to SafePix? Or how can folks connect with you? So they can connect with me on LinkedIn. I do have a Twitter account, but it's not very well used, and and I get reminded of that. She's often. hopeless. Jenny's a Twitter fan. I'm hopeless <laughs> on Twitter. So so LinkedIn would probably be the best option right now. Um, I, I think in terms of of the activities. Um, that I'll be looking at from a SAPEX point of view on what we're, we're working on is the SMME initiative. We'll be pushing that as well as um, more on our professionalization of supply chain management professionals. So that's something also really exciting that we've got going in the future. So we're busy. <laughs> that sounds like it. Uh, well, hopefully you get a chance at least over the weekend to unplug a bit, except Jenny, you on Twitter. I want to see more pictures of the dog and the garden and uh, and you having a little bit of fun. So we'll see. Jenny's a great follow on Twitter. All right. So Corinne, 
Same question for you. I'll tell you, you've been lighting it up with Tech Talk Digital Supply Chain Podcast. I've enjoyed some of those I've sat in on, and I've really enjoyed, I, I like just some of your one-offs where you're giving folks, you know, been there, done that leadership advice and insights. And of course, your one-on-ones have been great too. What's next for Tech Talk? Yeah, actually, uh, the the next Tech Talk will be interviewing the one and only Greg White. Oh. So a lot of you may not know what else he does in addition to uh, to his role with Supply Chain Now, but uh, he's been a tech founder, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to talk about really kind of turning up the volume on the supply chain technology mm-hmm. space. Um, so as Jenny and Tonya mentioned, you know, it is really important that our talent pool in the supply chain continues to evolve and come forward and have those skills. And, and there are certainly going to be talent constraints in the future as well, but also around technology and how do we really harness technology to give those um, individuals you know, more interesting careers, right? So that they can get out of spreadsheets and start um, really looking at how to innovate their business practices and, uh, and uh, apply some of their human creativity to problem solving as well. I love it. I love it. Now make sure you ask him the tough questions, such as ask him about his cat named Shenanigans, if you would. <laughs> get, get, get him to answer it. Uh, that would be a great one-on-one. Uh, I look forward to that. Um, okay. On a more serious note, uh, Jenny and Tanya, I love what y'all do. You know, Jenny, of course, I've, we've known you for quite some time. Just, just how much work, you know, I think oftentimes, just like in supply chain, all the work that goes in to making things happen and being connectors and, mm-hmm. and you know, giving folks a platform and a voice for chatting through, um, you know, the issues of the day or uncovering, you know, new paths. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that, that leaders and organizations invest in that. And I really appreciate that. It, it, it's, it's how we're going to move forward for sure. So Jenny, uh, I appreciate our friendship. I love what you do. And of course, now that uh, Tanya is part of the fold, we're related, Tanya, whether you like it or not. We're at least cousins now. Uh, you'll have to be a part of, of more. <laughs> that was a, that was a <laughs> Scott, do you have another shirt no. behind where that was in your closet or are you going to be bearing all in the next <laughs> Well, Tanya, if you know me, you know that I love to torture my three kids and be co- that complete oh. uncool dad. So th- I'm definitely wearing this shirt to pick them up this afternoon if I'm lucky. Because uh, that 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 wonderful Hall of Fame eye roll you just gave me, my oldest daughter can top yeah. that eat in her sleep. So and and there's nothing more fun than, than messing with your kids. But Tanya, a pleasure. And again, if Chuck Norris was a little bit tougher, he could be in supply chain. I love that, yep. Jenny. And Tanya, always a pleasure. Hopefully you get a chance for some downtime this weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back in touch, uh, Jenny, really soon as we we plan our next uh, uh, Leadership Across Africa program. Yeah. And thank you again so much. Thanks for your support. And, and community is everything, really. Uh, amen. Amen. Uh, team, too. I can't believe you didn't, oh, you, didn't, you didn't mention that. You're, that's like your moniker. Together. Everyone achieves more. Thank you. That's so right. Much. Awesome. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Tanya. We'll see Thank you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kareem. Man, that was a fun conversation. I love what they do and just kind of how they do it, uh, Corinne. Your yeah, take. yeah. A- absolutely. The supply chain is in in uh, the supply chain sector is in good hands with those two, uh, helping to educate and connect folks um, in the African marketplace and in the region as a whole. 
Well, uh, agreed, completely agreed. And, and, you know, I, I tell you, um, as we've learned, you know, as I've learned, it, it's tough to really kind of have your a couple fingers on the pulse of everything that's going on across industry from a, a real innovation standpoint, thought leadership, you name it. But man, what we've learned through this series of, of meeting some of these business leaders that are based in Africa or uh, either uh, across Africa or even in South Africa, you know, the industry is going to benefit a ton as, as we're able to facilitate more of that uh, market intel and, and best practice exchange. So look forward to that. That's the great thing about this digital era we're in. It's, it's despite the, the work that goes into it, it is easier to, to communicate with people that aren't just around the corner. That, that has definitely been um, one of the benefits, I think, of this virtual world is, is to build those relationships and to understand the challenges and opportunities. Um, you know, they're not so different um, in, in whatever continent or state or country you may be located in. But the creativity that comes to play to solve problems, I think we can all learn. Agreed. Great point. Your comments, your seating demand a little bit for your upcoming interview with Greg. Rhonda says, can't wait to hear <laughs> your conversation with Greg White. Uh, let's see here. Mike says, and Michael, great. I know you've been busy. Great to have you here today. Appreciate our exchange on social earlier. Numbers, he says, only point you in a direction. It's mm -hmm. up to you to find out the why that drives them. Getting involved in ops is crucial. Excellent point. David, oh my gosh. Tanya is amazing. I, I agree with you. I, I absolutely agree with you. And I think that we need to we need to have like a supply chain comedy hour and some of our funnier hosts. We just got to give them a microphone and just let them go. And I, Tanya strikes me as someone that maybe could keep us in stitches. I don't know. I, I think anybody who invokes Chuck Norris in the middle <laughs> of a um, uh, of a supply chain conversation has has definitely got some material to work with. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Okay. Well, as much fun as we've had and uh, appreciate everybody's patience as we've worked through some of our uh, our sense of humor uh, outlets here on this live stream on Supply Chain Now. Big thanks, Corinne Burst, as busy as you are. Appreciate you joining me. It's been a pleasure. Folks, make sure you connect with Corinne and, of course, Tech Talk. And uh, Corinne, I'll give you the last thought before I sign off. Oh, please, uh, please check out Tech Talk. Would love to get your feedback also. So if you have listened in on some of the contents from the podcast, why don't you reach out to me on LinkedIn and give me your thoughts and let me know what you'd like to hear more of as we, uh, as we tackle the digital supply chain and the impact that it can have on operations. Well said. And, and Mohib, you're going to get the final comment. Note to self, double up on the chips and dips on the next Tech Talk. Yeah, you'll get a, a, it'll be a double dose for sure, Mohib. Great to have you with us here today. I look forward to that. also look forward to uh, a variety of other programs we've got here. Uh, big thanks, of course, to Amanda and Jada and the whole team behind the scenes that, that helps make these productions happen. Big thanks to our friends at SayPix. It's doing so much good stuff. Jenny Froome and Tanya Lamb. Folks, find a way to get involved in what's going on there. Most importantly, if you hear one message today, I challenge you, we challenge you to go above and beyond, do good, give forward, be the change that's needed. A lot of folks are hurting right now. Go, reach out, be a connector, be a resource. And on that note, we'll see you next time right back here on Supply Chain Now. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being a part of our Supply Chain Now community. Check out all of our programming at SupplyChainNow.com and make sure you subscribe to Supply Chain Now anywhere you listen to podcasts and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time on Supply Chain Now. Supply Chain Now.